This is the message from Connection Community Church for Sunday, April 19th, 2020. The new life he offers, a life of redemption. Connection Church, it is so good to be with you. Today we start a new series. You know, our, our mission here is, say it with me, connecting people with Jesus and the new life he offers. And so this series is actually going to be about what's that new life he offers? What's that all about? So today we're going to be looking at a new life of redemption. Good morning, Connection Church. My name's Carrie Jones. I'm Alan Jones. And we are so excited to be with you today. Before we start, we just want to say two things. First of all, thank you, thank you, thank you for the generosity that you continue to lavish upon your church, Connection Community Church. Thank you for your tithes and your offerings. We are able to together live out our mission to connect people with Jesus and the new life he offers. We are extremely humbled that you're so generous. Amen, amen. Next of all, Easter. Oh my goodness, Alan, it was so awesome. It was awesome. As, as much as we missed everybody being here, it was really cool to see how many people were reached through technology mm-hmm. to share the message mm-hmm. of the risen Christ. Mm-hmm. So, and then thanks. the virtual lobby was cool too. Oh yeah, the virtual lobby was really cool. So anyway, we're just excited to be with you again today. We are two sinners who have been saved by the grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Right where you are, would you pray with us, please? Almighty God, thank you so much for today. It's a day that is a gift. Every day is a gift, Lord. And during these times when it feels like one day just goes to the next, goes to the next, Lord, help us embrace it and see the good and experience your presence and be your hands and feet. Lord, we thank you for this time. Settle us in so that we might be changed and transformed by your message. We pray this in your holy name. Everybody agreed and said, Amen. 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 Redemption, to redeem. When I think of that word, I think of using our Amazon points to get our airline tickets to Houston to go see our daughter Megan, son-in-love, Ted, and our awesome granddaughters, Isabella and Adeline. I love redeeming those points that we, we build up so that we can get free airline tickets. Absolutely. And then there's Funland in Rehoboth. My, my brother-in-law, Paul, my sister's husband, Paul, he loves fun, Funland. I think he wants to be buried at Funland. He loves to take his grandkids there, and they love to go. Ever been to Funland? You know, it's on the boardwalk there. They have rides. They have games. Well, the thing about the games is as you get points, it spits out tickets. The more points, the more tickets, right? Yeah, ski ball, all of them. You get tickets. But then you don't just get tickets. At the end, when you're in, you take those tickets over to the Redemption Center, the Funland Redemption Center, where you redeem your tickets. You turn them in. You exchange your tickets for prizes. Oh, my goodness. Paul's grandkids, they love Funland, but they especially love the Redemption Center. So we see this idea of redemption throughout the Bible. 
Now, Southwest and Funland aren't in here, but there are a lot of stories about redemption. The first one we want to share is found in the Old Testament. It's toward the beginning of the Bible. It's in the book of Leviticus. Leviticus chapter 25, verses 29 and 30. Check this out. Anyone who sells a house in a walled city retains the right of redemption a full year after its sale. <coughs> During that time, the seller may redeem it. If it is not redeemed before a full year has passed, the house in the walled city shall belong permanently to the buyer and the buyer's descendants. Wow. So here we have included in the rules and regulations that God gave Moses to share with the Hebrew people, we have a section on real estate transactions. We told you everything's in the Bible. And so we here have redemption equates to a buyback clause. A buyback clause. You can redeem or buy back your house up to a year after its sale. So redemption here literally means to buy something back. Mm. Yeah. We also find this idea of redemption, the word redeem, in the Psalms. Check out Psalm 130. This is New International Version. Check this out. Out of the depths I cry to you, Lord. Lord, hear my voice. Let your ears be attentive to my cry for mercy. If you, Lord, kept a record of sins, Lord, who could stand? But with you there is forgiveness so that we can with reverence serve you. I wait for the Lord, my whole being waits. And in this word I put my hope. I wait for the Lord more than the watchmen wait for the morning, more than watchmen wait for the morning. Israel, put your hope in the Lord, for with the Lord is unfailing love, and with him is full redemption. There's that word, full redemption. He himself will redeem Israel from all their sins. Yeah. A cry to the Lord for mercy, for forgiveness, a, a word of hope, a word of assurance that with the Lord there is redemption. The Lord himself will, will redeem Israel from the sins, will set them free as a nation. In the New Testament, we find in the book of Luke, which is in the third book, of the New Testament, we're told about a prophet named Anna. Anna. Anna was, she was 84 years old. She was a widow, and it is said that she never left the temple. She just prayed and praised God in the temple day and night, and also fasted. When Mary and Joseph took baby Jesus to the temple to be consecrated, which means set apart for the Lord, here we have Anna. She came up to them. She gave thanks to God and then spoke about the child who all were looking forward to, to the redemption of Israel. The redemption, the buying back, the paying for a price, the Hebrew people. Mm -hmm. and, then we, and, then, and then we find in, the, in, in Ephesians, the letter that Apostle Paul wrote to the church at Ephesus, this is what we're told, Ephesians 1, verse 7. Again, New International Version. In him, Jesus, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's 
grace. Wow. Uh, grace that he lavished on us. That lavished on us is like really big. Lavished on us. Yeah. Lavished. And so here we have the ultimate in redemption. It is Jesus who redeems us, who, who pays the ransom to free our souls from the kidnapping of sin. It's like a kidnapping. Yeah. He buys us back, much like we talked about in Leviticus, but instead of a house, it's our very souls that are being purchased and restored to the original uh, owner, the Lord our God. And that's what the cross is all about. Jesus Jesus' blood covering us, paying the price, his very life, paying the price for our sin. Jesus trading his life for ours so that we could be free. The currency of payment was his agony. Can you imagine the agony that he experienced on the cross? And it was for our souls, your soul and my soul. Three days in the grave, willingly, to purchase us, to buy back our foreclosed souls. And the empty tomb that we celebrated last week at Easter. The empty tomb shows us that even though he died, he came back. He resurrected. He lives. The empty tomb means that death doesn't win. Even though he gave his life, death doesn't win. The empty tomb means that, that, that we are not only redeemed for the here and now, but also for the there and the then. The new life Jesus offers is a life of redemption and a life of resurrection for eternity. So back to the Ephesian scripture. My favorite part of it is, is in accordance with the riches of God's grace, that he lavished, lavished on us God's grace, God's unconditional love, love that we can't buy or earn or do anything for. It's just there. He just lavishes it on us. Think about that. Think about being lavished upon. It blows my mind that Jesus would die so that his grace could be lavished upon me, upon you. Grace. G-R-A-C-E, God's riches at Christ's expense. Think about that. God's riches at Christ's expense. That's how much he loves us. We are such a beneficiary of a deep love that is lavished, poured out, dumped upon each one of us. So, so when I was 10 years old, uh, we moved from, we lived in Newark and Brookside, actually. One, but we moved from Brookside to the other side of town to, to a neighborhood that was just being built. And over the next few years, they built like 60 homes, I'm sorry, 90 homes and 60 12-unit apartment buildings. A lot of construction over the next few years. And this was back in the day, maybe some of you remember back when you had glass bottles for soda. And, and the glass bottles had a deposit of two cents. 
And so you would you turn them in and get your two cents. Well, the guys working on these construction sites, they, they drank a lot of soda, but they couldn't be bothered with the two cent deposit, so they just throw it on the ground. Well, we bothered with, with, with getting the two cents. We, we were willing to take those bottles into what we'd say redeem those bottles for the two cent deposit. And so we'd go all over the construction site, and let me tell you, there were a lot of bottles. One day we took over 70 bottles up to the little deli across the highway. You know, got our money for candy or french fries or whatever we used to get. <laughs> the thing about those bottles, interesting, though, is they were pretty nasty. I mean, those construction sites are dirty, sometimes muddy, and those bottles had been in the dirt, in the mud. So when we took them up to the store, we, we didn't rinse them out. We just took them in. We didn't have to rinse them out to redeem them. They'd give us our money. It was up to the company, the soda company, who was going to use those bottles to, 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 to make them right, to wash them, wash them, wash them, then dry them, and to make them right in order to refill them. You see, we, we didn't have to get the bottles cleaned up to, to redeem them. The, the company cleaned them up. The redeeming company did the cleanup on those bottles. And that's true for our Redeemer as well. We do not have to be all cleaned mm. up to be redeemed. We don't have to be just right in order for Jesus to love us. We don't have to be cleaned up. I just, when I meet people that maybe I haven't seen and they say, oh, my life's a mess. I'll come back to church when things are all straightened out. No, <laughs> no, we don't have to be that way. We can come dirty, filthy, whoever we are. And God just loves us. We just need to come to the Savior in that relationship. He is our Redeemer. He loves you so much dirt and all, junk and all, mess-ups and all. There's nothing that you've done that would cause Jesus to not redeem you, to not love you. All we need to come is with, a, with an open heart, asking to receive that love that is lavishly put, dumped, put all over us. Redemption. We've asked our friend Michelle to share with all of us what redemption means in her life. Let's take a look at Michelle and what she has to say. Pastors Carrie and Alan defined redemption as the purchase and buying back of our souls, that Jesus Christ already paid our ransom through his death. But what does it mean to be redeemed? Well, for starters, it means that you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and desire to walk with him. Baptism cleanses us of our sins, past and present and future. Last year, I felt called to reaffirm my baptism, to cleanse myself of my sins from the inside out before entering the covenant of marriage. Much like Pastor Allen's soda bottles, I felt weighed down by my past sins and just overall unclean. I desired to be washed clean and reconfirm my commitment to God with the redeeming blood of Jesus Christ. Reaffirming my baptism was just a symbol of my new relationship with Christ, for the ransom of my soul has already been paid. And through his death, your ransom has been paid too. You have been redeemed. All of your sins have been forgiven. You have been set free. You have been given eternal life. Thanks so much, Michelle. We really appreciate your transparency. Here's the thing. 
Redemption is available to all of us. That's what I said before Michelle spoke. Every single one of us, all we need to do is to accept the relationship with Jesus. Don't let the enemy tell you that you're not worth it. You are worth it. He loves you. He died for you. He gave his very life for you. And that's what redemption means. He loves you, and he wants you to know that to the core. Mm. And you know, the incredible part about God is God can use this technology that we're, that we're using to connect together now. He can use that to connect you with him, to connect us with him. Now, perhaps today is the day for uh, you getting connected in a new way, <laughs> a way that, that can and, and will change your life. Not just now, but forever. For eternity. And and all it takes is a simple yes. Yes to Jesus, the Redeemer. Yes, Jesus, I I know I'm a sinner. Yes, Jesus, I, I know that I need a Savior and it's not me. Yes, Jesus, I realize you're the Savior. You're the Savior. Yes, Jesus. Come into my life. Come into my life so that I can have a personal relationship with you. Mm. So that I can be redeemed. So that I can be made new. Thanks to you. It's like we read in 2 Corinthians 5.17, New International Version. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone, the new is here. Oh, yeah, the new is here. Yeah, and that's the new life he offers. He offers us a life of redemption. Will you receive it? Will you accept it? We hope so. We pray so. In fact, right where you're at, let's bow our heads, let's close our eyes. And let's go to God in prayer. Almighty God, thank you so much for your presence here with us today, right where we are. We pray for everyone out there who might be listening. For those who are connected to you, those who call you Lord, draw them even closer. God, we pray for those who are on the fence those who may be curious about this new life you offer, draw them close. Thank you, God, that that everyone's listening. Lord, speak life into our lives, hope into our hearts, and your redemption into our souls. You are in the redemption business, oh God. You gave your very best in exchange for us so that we could be forgiven and free, redeemed. You are a good, good father. You are perfect in every way. And we thank you for the love that you lavish upon us. We pray all this in the name of the Father and his risen son, Jesus Christ, and in the power of the Holy Spirit. Everybody agreed on the other end of this camera and said, 
Amen. Thank you for joining us for our podcast. For more information about Connection Community Church in Middletown, Delaware, please visit our website at justshowup.church. You can also call our church offices at 302-378-7692. Connection Community Church, connecting people with Jesus and the life he offers.